Loving greetings, my friends, from the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. Thank you for choosing to join me today. This day is yours to create in any way you so choose. Let's continue to make this year a giving year, each and every day, filling our hearts and our minds with all the goodness that we can imagine. And let's let the spirit of love and joy and happiness gratitude and compassion really pour out of us onto the world, knowing that peace on earth begins with us. If you would like more information about our center, please go to our website at www.somspiritualcenterla.org. You can enjoy listening to the meditations and talks online or on our podcast, Look around and see what interests you there. Now, here's something I know that will really interest you. The next class begins this Wednesday, this Wednesday evening, January 18th, 2023, Creative Mind and Success, which is another one of Ernest Holmes' classics, will serve as our textbook. This class is about living the life you really want to live with the main focus on your beliefs and your willingness to accept your desires. Believe it or not, acceptance for some people is very difficult. We Zoom every Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. And I invite everyone everywhere to attend this delightful spiritual adventure. There's no set fee for the class. We are asking that you give a meaningful love offering as a donation because you're worth it. All donations to our center are tax deductible. If our message inspires you and is making a valuable difference in your life, then I invite you to give from that place, from a place of gratitude and abundance. Giving from the heart is important because it's affirming that you are in the divine flow. Reliable and generous giving is important to you because when you give to where you're spiritually fed, it comes back to you multiplied abundantly in all kinds of ways. It's important to us because your giving helps support and empower the expansion of this growing global spiritual center and provides avenues of opportunities for others to expand and prosper through the many organizations that we support, as well as allowing us to meet our own organizational responsibilities. And as we know, it takes a village. And you may always make a tax-deductible donation to our center anytime, weekly, monthly, or as an end-of-the-year donation. To make a donation to our center, you may do so with a credit card through PayPal from our website, again, www.somspiritualcenterla.org or from the weekly email blasts that we send or by mail. And our mailing address is 14431 Ventura Boulevard, number 586, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. I would love to hear from you, so please email me 
Let me know where you're listening from, what's going on in your life. My email address is faithfilled2 at aol.com. Each portion, a week of your generous giving, goes to benefit one of the many organizations that our center supports. And in honor of the Martin Luther King Day of Service, we are donating to AmeriCorps, which engages more than 275,000 Americans in service each year. And their mission is to bridge divides by bringing people together, connecting individuals and organizations to help communities tackle their toughest challenges. So I thank you in advance for allowing us to support this very important organization. And now wherever you are, if you can get quiet, rest back, sit back if you can, and join me in the opening treatment. We are one with the one presence, one power, one intelligence, one mind. And this is our mind now. We're open and receptive to new ideas, knowing that spirit is ever active, vibrant, and fully functioning in each one of us, guiding us by divine love, intelligence, and inspiring us with its richness. Filled with happiness and joy, we do give thanks for this word of truth, knowing that it manifests in right and perfect ways. And as we gratefully accept the power of these profound words as the absolute truth, I want you to always know and to remember that there is a power within you, and it can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. It is the power within you, and so it is. Our theme for January is Being Your Badass Self, inspired by Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. Now, I invite you to consider the more profound meaning of badass in our modern culture. According to Dr. James Taylor, who wrote an article in Psychology Today, he claims that a real badass is driven by values such as justice, honor, courage, compassion, humility, integrity, someone who puts others' needs before their own. And tomorrow we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. And didn't Dr. Taylor's description of a real badass describe Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. perfectly? So in his honor and yours, let's get to it. I want to say something about this talk. It's going to be unedited. There's some technical difficulties we're having. So you're going to get to hear everything. Mistakes, coughs, maybe dogs barking in the background, whatever it is. So I, uh, I apologize in advance, but sometimes that's just the things that happen. Okay, so... I'm going to start with a joke, kind of lighten things up. So one day the elderly priest called the eager, fresh-faced, wide-eyed, enthusiastic young priest into his office and he said, Son, 
I want to talk to you about some of the new ideas that you've implemented around here. And first, I want you to know that I think it was a really great idea to replace the first few rows of hard wooden pews with plush theater seats. It worked. And now the front of the church fills first. The priest nodded with appreciation, was filled with a little bit of pride. And the old priest continued, you told me more upbeat music would be better. And, you know, it's the truth. More people are coming. They love the gospel rock and roll. You were right again, packed to the balcony. Again, the young priest felt pretty filled with himself. And he said, thank you, Father. I'm pleased that you're open to new ideas and better ways to do things. And then he said, but to the point, I am. But I'm afraid you've gone too far with the drive-through confessional. And he said, but Father, my confessions have nearly doubled since I began that. I know, son, replied the old man, but that neon sign flashing toot and tell or go to hell just cannot stay on the church roof. I thought that was appropriate, and it fits with our topic for the day, which is get over yourself already. Get over taking everything, including ourselves, so seriously. Get over being resistant to change. Get over having such a narrow focus on life's possibilities. Get over being attached to how things are or being stuck in how they should be. Because if we really want to live our badass lives, which is this month's theme, then we really do need to get over all of that already. Today is the third installment of our crazy, irreverent monthly theme based on this book by Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass, and How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. Added to what we've already talked about this month, go back and listen online or podcast if you've missed it, today we're going to, as I already said, get over having such a narrow focus on life's possibilities, said another way, Expand your focus, get over being resistant to change, and said another way, embrace change. Get over being attached to how things are or being stuck in how they should be. Said another way, go with the flow. And nobody needs to hear this talk more than I do. I even needed to reread my own faith lift today. Accept what is, so what isn't can actually show up. So let's talk about expand your focus and set the stage for expanding our focus. I have a little experiment. I even needed to read my own faith lift today, except what is. So to set the stage for expanding our focus, I want to invite you into a little, and how it goes like this, is just look around the room wherever you are for the next 30 seconds and count the number of red things that you see. Just do that quickly and briefly. And about how many red things did you see? Now just turn and look right in front of you and quickly tell me or yourself, that is, how many yellow things are in the room. Probably just as many, but because you were focused on red, you didn't see much yellow. So Sincero offers up that little experiment in her book and then on page 137 says this about it. And that's just an example of what we're not noticing that we can see. There's also an infinite amount of emotions and thoughts and beliefs and interpretations 
and sounds and dreams and opportunities and smells and points of view and ways to feel good and responses and non-responses and things to say and ways to help. Yet, because we're so set in our ways and committed to how things ought to be and what our reality should look like, we really only scratch the very surface of all that's available to us every single moment. Meanwhile, we're totally surrounded by countless awesome versions of reality, and they're all just hanging around like a bunch of shy teenage girls at the prom, leaning against the walls waiting for us to ask them to dance. So why would you create anything that's not totally awesome? And then she goes on to explain how she's been searching for her passport and her birth certificate for years, and she's now decided that it's lost or that she left it in storage, that she's looked a hundred times where she's always looked in this particular leather pouch. It's never there. And finally, as she starts to move, she looks in the same drawer, determined that it just has to be there. Now, given that she's moving, she's really, really looking in this time. She looks at another passport holder which at one time looked empty from the outside, but she opened the Velcro part of it anyway, and there they were, the birth certificate and the passport. And then she says, I stopped arguing for my limitations and expanded my focus. And I love this quote I just saw online. Life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone. In Living Without Fear, Holmes writes, there's an inner urge in our own minds to grow, to expand, to break down the barriers of previous limitations, and to ever widen our experience. This persistent urge is a divine influence, an irresistible force, and constitutes the greatest impulse in human experience. It is the urge back of all accomplishment, the promise of all fulfillment. So where are your blinders on too narrowly and what are you being prevented from seeing? Are you willing today to open them out? Which may be your first step in doing our second idea for the day, which is embracing change. There's a wonderful Chinese proverb that says, when the winds of change blow, some people build walls and others build windmills. Notice that said when the winds of change blow. It didn't say if the winds of change blow. And it isn't a matter of if, it's only a matter of when. In fact, I think they're blowing a lot right now in our world, and they will continue to blow as we move toward a leap in consciousness. And they don't always give us a warning. So I have another joke. This was a new preacher who had just begun his sermon. He was kind of nervous about it. About 10 minutes into it, he just went blank. After a brief second of complete panic, he remembered what he'd been taught in seminary when situations like this happened. And he was told just to repeat the last thing that he said, but with a bit more fervor. And that would really help jog him into remembering what was supposed to come next. So he had just quoted Jesus' statement, Behold, come quickly. So he said it again, Behold, I come quickly. Still, his mind was blank. He tried it again. Behold, I come quickly, but still nothing. He tried one more time. Behold, I come quickly, really speaking and gesturing with such force that he actually fell forward, 
knocking the pulpit to one side, tripping over the flower pot, and falling into the lap of a little old lady in the front row. The young preacher apologized profusely. That's all right, young man, said the little old lady. It was my fault. I should have gotten out of the way. You told me three times you were on your way. No, change does not always announce itself like that. I think we often view change as a disruption, a break in the flow, a shift in direction, an alteration in our lives. But what if, what if change is not a disruption at all, but it's really an eruption? What if change is life erupting into fuller bloom? Change is not a break in the flow, it is the flow. Change isn't a shift in direction, it is the direction in which all life moves. So what if this change that's what if this change that looks like a layoff didn't happen because you're a mess up, but it happened so that you can really have a freer, fuller, more expanded expression of life? And what if this change looks like a divorce, but it didn't happen because you don't deserve to be loved? It happened so that a more genuine, fulfilling, and joyous love can enter your life. And what if this change, this illness, didn't occur because you've never been worthy of anything, not even a healthy body, but rather as a wake-up call to shift your internal and perhaps external ways of being so that a vibrant, healthy, physical body can be brought forth? Or even, what if this change, this illness, occurred because your soul is actually complete here on earth. Sometimes healing comes as a transition to the next dimension. The truth is life is a self-sustaining system and it sustains itself by adapting, by changing. And thus every change that ever occurs in this life experience is a change for the better. Ernest Holmes wrote in How to Use the Science of Mind, Behold, I make all things new. There's nothing permanent but change, and the infinite intelligence can never be caught in anything it does. What it does expresses its being at that particular time. Tomorrow it may do it in an entirely different way, but always in accord with its fundamental. Because of this, we can go with the flow. Go with the flow seems simple enough, although we just don't always do that. Sincero writes, let go energetically. It's all about allowing instead of forcing. It's about releasing and trusting that if it's in alignment with our life's purpose, it will come back to us. Or something, or someone even more perfect, will come in its place. Your faith in the universe must be stronger than your fear of not getting what you want. And energy needs to flow or else it stagnates. Surrendering puts you in the flow. When we don't surrender, we end up, we end up pushing our good away. You want to be your badass self. I know you do. It's time to get over everything, including ourselves. By seriously opening our focus to expanded possibilities because they're always there. Embracing change, because it will come. And by going with the flow, life is so much more badass when we do. Love yourself more than you love your drama. Surrender to what is. 
for the way you know it can be. Thank you, and so begins the delightful journey. And now, rest back and please join me in the closing treatment. Let us surrender to the one life, the one presence, the one power, the one all-knowing mind. Spirit, which is the creative life principle, is forever flowing through us. It's through our thoughts, our ideas, our dreams, and our convictions. And we consciously, right now, allow the flow of the creative life to come through us, trusting that it makes all things new. The universe is our faithful servant, and we are the active conduit for its divine manifestation. Surrounded with and by law and order, every choice made is with wisdom, discernment, and insightfulness. Each experience inspires cooperation and harmony and unity, and it brings forth great fulfillment and satisfaction for all. We gratefully expand, embrace, and go with the flow. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. All is well, and so it is. And now you go forth as messengers of loving kindness and compassion, justice and honor, with courage, humility, and integrity, and make known this truth so your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. Until next time, stay safe, be well, be kind, especially to yourself. Namaste.